Mystery Solver is brought to you by Velvet Ears. Velvet Ears delivers super soft patches of baby horses and fuzzy duckies to sew onto your plain adult dresses. This is when you ask, how do you sew things onto a dress? Don't worry, your mom will help. Velvet Ears makes your boring LBD totally F-U-N. Now, with mommy's help, you'll have the perfect dress for your big interview at NPR. Try Velvet Ears today and use the code SOFTHUGS at checkout to save 3% on your first order. I'm Sunny Hux, and this is Mystery Solver. Each episode, I solve a mystery. Mysteries you can't solve online or just by thinking about them. Unlike most detectives, all my mysteries are about one client. Me. My iMac has been turned into an iMac Sunday, and I want to know who did it and why. That's my roommate, Amber. She's talking about her computer, which now won't turn on, and is covered in a chocolatey substance. Could you ask for a more 21st century mystery? Our victim is a computer. What is the meaning of life? Is someone fucking my wife? Who misses me most at my old job? Why doesn't my housekeeper understand me as Spanish? On this show, I will solve the biggest mysteries of all. The ones in my everyday life. Nancy Drew would be so proud. my roommate's iMac. Not sure if it's dead, Sunny, but it is covered and stuffed with chocolate. Yes. Death by chocolate. Amber, do you have any idea how this happened? Well, last night I went to bed. My iMac did not have chocolate all over it. This morning, there was chocolate all over it. And in all of the USB ports, and it won't turn on. Huh. Then what happened? Then I asked you into the living room, and now we're talking about it. Okay. Let's talk suspects. Did your computer have any enemies? Perhaps the dishwasher was jealous? Well, here's the weird thing, Sonny. As my sole roommate, you were the only other person in our apartment last night. Interesting. So, I mean, did you do it? This is perfect. Who else could it possibly be, right? Right. But obviously not. I'm the one investigating your case. But this is great drama. Did I do it? I'd have to spend the next half hour proving my innocence. Sunny Hugs is on the case. Thanks so much, Sunny. And if you're going out, can we get more Kleenex? We're out of Kleenex. I'll see what I can do. Okay. What we know so far is that the only suspect in the case, at least as far as we know, is, well, me. As Amber pointed out, I was the only other person in the apartment last night. But 
Was I? How could we know that for sure? That's when it hit me. Our landlord, Barry. I don't know much about Barry, who lives directly downstairs. I know he owns three dogs, loves the musical stylings of Bad Company, and he possesses a key to our apartment because he was able to get in by himself when the apartment was infested with ants. So I decided to find out where Barry was last night. To ask him, I went downstairs. I knocked on his door. He was home. Bowser, Boomer, Barry Jr. the second, keep it down, will you? He's always home. You're not here to complain about the noise, are you, sweetheart? No, I'm very focused on following a lead. Good. Because you know what I tell tenants who complain about my dogs? If you don't like the noise, take it up with your landlord. (laughs) I'm your landlord. Joke noted. Maybe I should have gone into broadcasting instead of landlord sciences. I could be your boss. Here's a scoop for you, Miss Reporter. Dog food. The rising cost of dog food. Keep it down, you muttonheads! I'm doing an interview about dog food over here! Actually, I wanted to ask if you've been in our apartment recently. Perhaps holding a 64-ounce tub of Nutella? It's for a Pulitzer Prize-worthy investigation. No, I haven't. Did you get rid of that dresser I hate? You mean my unicorn wardrobe? I painted that myself. The horn gave me this scratch across my neck right here. I don't believe in doctors or nothing, but it might be infected. I ain't going anywhere near that thing. Well, Barry, when you mess with the unicorn dresser, you get the horn. Back to my case. Did you hear someone sneaking into our apartment last night? Well, the iron bars on your windows make it pretty unlikely. On the other hand, who knows? These dummies bark so much I can't hear myself think, let alone the sounds of criminals, hoodlums, and Hispanic rapists here in this country illegally invading my tenants' apartments. Wow, that's... I can tell you're uncomfortable with what I just said, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't call my dogs dummies or any other bad names. They're good dogs. They're just picking up on all the anger and frustration I have about rising dog food prices and projecting that into the world. Okay, that's it. I have lost my patience. You dogs want to fight me? You want to fight? Is that what you want? Because I will fight each and every one of you. I'm not afraid of you dogs. I've got to teach my dogs something. Excuse me. You like that? After talking with Barry, I don't think he's our candy hacker. We know that Barry is afraid of my unicorn dresser, so he wouldn't sneak in by himself. But he did say it was possible that someone snuck in. What felt like a long shot, a burglar slender enough to slip through the iron bars on our windows, now felt like a distinct possibility. All of this time, I assumed our home invader was a human. That's on all of us. We all assumed that. But what if our trespasser wasn't a human at all? Here's a twist I bet you never saw coming. What if the computer destroyer was a dog? A dog. I know what you're thinking. A dog wouldn't have chocolate on his paws, unless it's a chocolate lab. But in all seriousness, maybe it wasn't chocolate on her computer. Maybe it's a substance that happens to look like chocolate, 
but it is actually something else entirely. In the investigation business, there's a rule. Don't tamper with the evidence. But in regular business, there's another rule. Rules were meant to be broken. In order to clear my name, I would have to break a cardinal rule of sleuthing. I'd have to take a tiny piece of alleged chocolate from Amber's computer. I'd have to taste it. I'd have to determine whether or not the substance was really chocolate at all. I was going rogue. Let's set the scene. We live in a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath apartment on the Lower East Side. Amber was out at hip-hop Pilates. I was home in my platypus ballerina pajamas. I was on the job, but it was still a PJ's day. I snuck into Amber's room. In my hand was a wad of green cellophane. It was from my mom's spring treats basket. Our family isn't religious, but we love seasonal candy. I tiptoed to Amber's computer in my fuzzy penguin socks and my softest kangaroo hoodie with a cute pouch in the front where I keep my M26 military taser. I inspected Amber's computer. There was indeed a brown substance all over it. It was multiple shades of brown. It was stiff with a really unique odor. What was it, really? I slid the green cellophane across a corner of the screen. I got a chunk of the brown stuff off the computer. In the process, the wallaby ring on my hand made a deep scratch in the screen. Whoops. But I had to wear my wallaby ring because it was Australian PJ's day. I held up the brown sample to my lips. I took a tiny nibble. I let it sit and dissolve on my tongue. It wasn't chocolate, but something else entirely, something else very, very different from chocolate. When we come back, we'll find out what's in my mouth. This episode of Mystery Solver is brought to you by Coddlebox. Coddlebox is a monthly subscription service that takes cruelty-free snacking to a whole new level. Every month, week, or day, you'll receive a new box of snacks whose animals, vegetables, and minerals have been given full spa treatments before being voluntarily transformed into healthy snacks just for you. I interviewed CEO Gavin Zipline about how to properly massage a stalk of broccoli. So, what is the best way to soothe the broccoli stalk until it feels ready to give its life to healthy snacking? I have no idea. We hire vegetable masseuses for that. The idea for Coddlebox came to me working as a data miner for Canadian Microsoft. We were analyzing food-related search terms among the American coastal elites and discovered they were searching for terms like spinach blotting, turkey pampering, and salt blessing. So, I realized there was an untapped market. So interesting. And what do you mean by turkey pampering? We buy our turkey tiny bathrobes. We rub sage oil on their beaks and put them up at the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. That sounds pretty humane, but can they order room service? Yes, and they do. Turkeys are especially fond of spring pea ravioli. Sign up for Coddlebox for the special rate of $20,000 per month when you get a yearly subscription. 
Use the code MYSTERY to save 2.6% on your first month and take snacking to a whole new level. And now, back to our thrilling mystery. When we last left our mystery, I was just tasting the suspicious brown substance on my roommate Amber's computer monitor. And wow, when I reveal to you the identity of this evidence, you will be stunned. So, what was it? It wasn't chocolate at all. It was chocolate peanut butter. Once you add peanut butter to the mix, it's an entirely new treat. Which means this completely changes everything we knew about Amber's story. Which means the computer might not even be broken. Which means this investigation has been set back probably years. I know what you're thinking. I should test the sample to be sure. And surety is what I needed. So I went to the lab. No, not a chocolate lab. (gasps) By the lab... I mean my friend Aaron's efficiency department in Astoria. Aaron's a scientist. He's also a bit of a tub-tub. By that, I mean he's fat. But he's such a good friend, I hardly notice his t-shirts don't go past his hairy belly button. He's so helpful. Also, I thought he would relish the opportunity to study this chocolate sample because he loves eating candies. Oh, Aaron. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you analyzed the sample yet? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's nice. Mm. Can you tell us about the composition makeup of the evidence? Mm. Mm. It's chocolate with peanut butter in it? Yes. It's what I suspected by also tasting the evidence. What else can your scientific analysis reveal about the nature of the chocolate peanut butter substance? Did you detect any other flavor notes? Did it taste especially criminal? Well, you know, I'm not a forensic scientist, an organic chemist, or even a nutritionist. I'm studying to be a geologist. Understood. Erin, you were cast as the expert in this scene, so no need to get modest here. Let your speculations run wild. It's good listening. Well, I've certainly done a lot of personal research on candy. I've spent many a night indulging my twin loves, things I can buy at Walgreens and Clerks, the animated series. And unless we're living in some sort of universe, <laughs> this sample is most definitely a Reese's chocolate peanut butter egg. I know these well. Thanks, Aaron. Time to take my evidence to its next stop. Oh, before you go, um, I'd love to know when you're free next. Remember we had that rain check on our date? Right. Well, I've just been so focused on this case right now. It's all I can do until it's solved. Oh, of course. I understand. Let me know if you need help. We can be case-solving buddies. (laughs) Sure, sure. Hey, see you later, pal. Aaron's a sweet guy. But this vandalism case hit a sour note in my relationship with Amber. Now it's clear. The sample was Reese's chocolate peanut butter eggs. I was anxious to present this new evidence to my roommate, Amber. Amber.
Hello? Hi. Amber, this is your detective, Sonny. I have some more evidence for your case. I went to the lab and found out your computer was coded in Reese's peanut butter eggs, the Easter holiday variants of the famous Reese's peanut butter cup candy. Oh, good. I might be able to corroborate that because I found several Reese's peanut butter egg wrappers in your Hello Kitty wastebasket. Weird. I don't even own a Hello Kitty wastebasket. I never have. Are you saying the wastebasket in your room isn't yours? I'm saying I don't own a Hello Kitty wastebasket. It's Batsmaru. Bats. He's another original Sanrio character. Batsmaru is Hello Kitty's penguin friend. Bats is the bad boy of the Sanrio universe. He has a dog named Pochi. He likes to stick his tongue out. Think Bart Simpson, but twice as lovable. No, no, eight times as lovable. So, if you're saying that a Hello Kitty wastebasket magically appeared in my room with trash in it, then I have to inform you that neither of them are mine. Looks like this mystery just got even crazier. Okay, I'm really sorry I didn't get the character right, but the rappers were totally in your room. Amber and I mysteriously got disconnected. Probably by the government. This was a bombshell discovery. Turns out, Amber wasn't the only victim. Someone broke into both our living spaces that night. The perp must have broken into my room first, had their way with my kawaii trash can, then went to Amber's room to make an IMAX Sunday. Who do you imagine sneaking into women's bedrooms? A pervert. And this looks like the work of a pervert to me. I had to learn more about perverts. To get into the mind of a creep, I did extensive research. I typed the word pervert into Wikipedia from my phone while waiting for my boba to warm up. When drinks are too cold, they hurt my small teeth. In order to get inside the head of a perpetrator, I would need to find a real-life pervert and ask them a few questions. Hi. Would you state your name and your perversion, please? Uh, my name is Sherman Hayfeather, and I'm an adult baby, or AB. And please don't use the term perversion. Of course. Your sex weirdness. A kink, please. Again, I'm not a pervert. Got it. I found you on Craigslist's personal-slash-misc romance section. That is correct. Though it'd be great if not everyone in the Starbucks could hear us. Of course. Let's go outside. No, never mind. It's windy and I'm wearing a diaper under my kilt. Oh. So, what is a man baby? Not a man baby. Uh, that's what you call people who role play as Judd Apatow characters. I'm an adult baby, and it's pretty terrific. I crawl around, wear diapers, drink from bottles, get light spankings, all the top baby stuff. Occasionally sex is involved, but it's pretty low on the list. When we think of babies, one would usually imagine cute and small, not adult and mustache. Well, it's a lifestyle and kink. I'm not trying to pass myself off as a real baby. Is it safe to assume that as someone with a perf... a kink, that you speak for all kinkers? No. Okay. Well, this was my question. 
Have you ever heard of a kink where home invaders throw trash into women's garbage cans while they're sleeping? Let's say the garbage is candy wrappers, and the can has an adorable penguin with an attitude on it. Uh, personally, I've never heard of anything like that. There's trashing, where people pour trash on each other's heads, and there's wrapping, where people have sex on top of these food wrappers, but both are completely different from what you described. So, I'm guessing you didn't contact me to age play? Uh... Because it's really irresponsible to contact someone under the pretense of a kinky meetup only to interrogate them with tone-deaf questions. You're right. I learned something important talking with you. I learned a clue for my mystery podcast. Now that you've enlightened me to your ways, I think we should go to my place after all. Oh. Okay. You did say you want to be lightly spanked, right? I did. So, Sherman, you should know that my roommate Amber is home. She's also very down for this. So you can just go into full baby mode, like, right away. Normally we negotiate the scene beforehand. No need. I am totally on your wavelength now. Okay, Rumi, are you ready for some amazing news? Sunny, who is this? Why is he only wearing a diaper? This gentleman in our kitchen wearing a diaper is our culprit. I solved your case. Sherman, will you come over here, please? No, 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 no. Sherman, you were a bad little boy, weren't you? Kaga, wawa. That means yes. Sherman, is there something you want to confess? Use your words, please. Sherman? Shermy baby? What? Okay, like, I would love to leave. Not yet. No one leaves until we all accept that this is our culprit and the mystery is hereby solved. Time for your punishment, Shermy baby. I do not consent to this. Nope. 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 Sherman admitted to Amber, using his big boy words, that he indeed perpetrated the following. Broke into our apartment. Snuck Reese's peanut butter eggs in with him, probably in his diaper. Violated the sanctity of my Badsmaru trash can with copious Reese's peanut butter egg wrappers. Sat at Amber's computer desk. Rubbed his chocolate-covered hands all over the monitor, shoved chocolate peanut butter into the ports of the computer, vanished into the night. There we have it. Obviously, I couldn't let this nefarious deed go unpunished. I spanked Sherman in front of Amber, and Sherman agreed to pay to be spent. Well, agreed to reimburse Amber for the computer. And I will be spanking him a few more times. Because he definitely did it. All of it. Sometimes, life seems really clear. Like a brand new retina display. But really, beyond all the pixels is what we can't see. The smudges of mystery. That make life so... 
rich, sweet, nutty, chocolate. Solver stars Andre de Boucher as Barry the Landlord, James Urbaniak as Sherman, Ify Wadaway as Gavin Zipline, Daniel Radford as Amber, Jacob Wysocki as Aaron, and Ellie Woods as Sunny Hux. I'm not sure what that means. Will Drinker wrote and performed our theme song. He performs in the band Time Life Pizza Collection. You can find them on SoundCloud. In fact, I recommend it. Our sound designer slash editors are Jonathan Hirsch and Misha Stanton. Additional recording engineering by Misha Stanton. This show was written, created, and produced by Amanda Meadows and Jeffrey Golden. Mystery Solver is a production of The Devastator for Campfire Media. And a special thanks to my mom, Carol Hugs, for the lovely spring treats basket filled with Reese's peanut butter eggs, my favorite candy growing up. When I got her basket, I tried to write an email on Amber's computer thanking her, but my hands were full of chocolate. So, Mom, I thank you now. Thanks. Mystery Solver is brought to you by Velvet Ears. They deliver huggably soft patches of kittens and fuzzy goslings to sew onto your oppressively grown-up dresses. Be the quirky one at your adult Jimboree class. Try Velvet Ears today and use the code SOFTHUGS at checkout to save 2.9814% on your first order. The Devastator. Campfire. <laughs>